Welcome to the Underground Church Podcast. I'm your host, Minister Christopher Perkins. Welcome back to the Underground Church Podcast. I want to thank you again for joining me. I just want to say that you will probably hear some noise in the background because my children are here with me due to COVID-19. Schools are closed, so they're here all day. And uh, usually they're here at a time when I'm usually at home by myself so just bear with me and you know it is what it is i decided just to push forward anyway to you know make the best out of the situation and do what needs to be done but anyway i'm going to jump into uh this episode uh which is entitled the effects of covid 19 and i want to deal with something that i see uh is a result of the pandemic that we are experiencing, uh, but I want to tackle tackle this from a, a Christian point of view. I have a biblical word, biblical view to uh, go with it, as supported by Scripture, and uh, I think this is something that we need to uh, need to be mindful of as believers as we go throughout our day to day lives, the best way we can in the midst of this pandemic. So the uh, one thing that I I see that uh, we should take notice of is uh, the opportunity to love. Because of COVID-19, there has been a dramatic change in the way we do things. Nothing seems to be normal anymore. Um, We can just see that there is an opportunity to love. The evidence is so obvious. There's a lack of resources. There are millions of people that are unemployed right now, not hundreds or thousands, but there are millions of people who are unemployed right now, and that number is still climbing. Overall, we have people that are afraid, and they don't know what's going to happen from day to day. Uh, Their whole world is being turned upside down. I just want to go to scripture, go to scripture and uh, for a little support. It says in, excuse me, in Galatians chapter six, verse 10. Well, I'm going to back up and begin at verse nine. Paul writes these words. He says, and let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. There, Paul simply states uh, what I already iterated is that there is an opportunity. The Bible lets us know if there's an opportunity to, uh, to help and to do good, we should take advantage of that opportunity. We should act. We should do good. 
Uh, it says to <clears throat> not grow weary in well-doing. It said, but in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Um, that is a ongoing thing. It can be a continuous thing uh, because even before the pandemic, if you took the time just to look in the news or to look in your community, you would see that there was a need or opportunity to uh, help an individual. I want to move on to our motives. Now, our motives or in, intentions must be proper as we um, help our neighbors, help our brothers and sisters. I want us to go about this with the right intentions, okay? Um, I'm going to move on to another scripture, Philippians chapter 2. Uh, excuse me while I'm flipping my Bible to find it. Again, <clears throat> Paul is writing to the believers at Philippi, and he has to say this uh, in regards to our intentions or what our motives should be as we uh, serve others. It says, therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, <clears throat> if any fellowship of the spirit, if any affection and mercy fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish and ambitions. Excuse me. Let nothing be done through selfish ambitions or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. And this is very important as we are loving others and serving others. We must do it with the love of God and the spirit of God. I, I want to take time to kind of back up. Um, when I wrote my notes out, I wrote the effects of COVID-19. And the first thing uh um, observation was the opportunity to love and then in parentheses I put serve <clears throat> because it is out of love that you will only be able to serve properly it is from love that will lead you to serve okay and love has to be a part of it in order to love uh and to serve others as Christ would. Now, it's interesting that Paul, at the beginning of this chapter, before he, uh, before he encouraged us how to, or the people how to, how to do good and how to give, he, he first asked these questions, or he made these really, he made these statements. He said, if there is uh, any consolation in Christ, Yes, there is. If any comfort of love, of course. If any fellowship of the spirit, yes. If any affection and mercy, he said, fulfill my joy, being like-minded, having the same love. He um, presented those statements or those questions that were obvious. Uh, they had obvious answers to them uh, in order to uh, not 
to do anything for selfish gain or to be uh, prideful, you you have to. It has to come from Christ. The 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 motive, the intent has to come from the comfort of love and from the fellowship of the spirit of God. OK, that is what we need uh, to to do things is what is the way that Christ would have us to do those things and simply looking towards others before looking on yourself takes a selfless type of love. It takes the love of God, the love of Christ, the same love that Christ had um, is what we need. And I, I said it over and over again, but I want to emphasize that because uh, a lot of times we are taught to do, do good deeds and to good, do good things. Um, and we're taught the, the, a habit or a practice, but unless it's, there's been a transformation or um, a movement of the spirit, you know, you would not be able to carry out your service or carry out the opportunity to love properly. Okay. Cause you have to be humble and I'm going to move on to another point uh, of this. Uh, after Paul finished this, finishes and says that we should look on others interests <clears throat> before we look to ourselves. He then follows up. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And he goes on to say that Jesus humbled himself out of love. Jesus humbled himself and that love uh, led him to servanthood. Okay. His love led him to servanthood. He humbled himself. All right. And um, that's exactly what we need to do as we uh, combat this crisis and we see an opportunity to love and to serve and we act on it. That's the nature. That's the spirit that we need to have going along with this. The last thing I want to cover is um, a passage from this book entitled The Mark of the Christian by Francis Schaeffer. This is what he has to say. He's uh, speaking of the mark of Christianity. Uh, what is the mark, uh, the identifying mark that uh, we should have? Uh, and, and it reads this, uh, and it says this, excuse me. At the close, close of his ministry, Jesus looks forward to his death on the cross, the open tomb, and the ascension. Knowing that he is about to leave, Jesus prepares his disciples for what is to come. It is here that he makes clear what will be the distinguishing mark of the Christian. He also adds the scripture uh, from John chapter 13, uh, which reads, A new commandment I have given you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if you have love one to another. Uh, it goes on to say that notice that, G, 
that what he says here is not a description of a fact. It is a command which includes a condition. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you. So ye love one another, excuse me, so ye love one another that all men know that you are my disciples. If ye have loved one to another, an if is involved. If you obey, you will wear the badge Christ gave. But since this is a command, it can be violated. Uh, the point is that it is possible to be a Christian without showing the mark. But if we expect non-Christians to know that we are Christians, we must show the mark. And I simply just want to close on that note that this is an opportunity in the midst of chaos, in the midst of darkness. This is a perfect opportunity for us to uh, let our light shine where people can see our deeds and our good works. And ultimately, we give the glory back to God. Okay, we send it all back to God. So I just want to leave you with these uh, encouraging words. And hopefully this has been helpful to you. Um, and just keep your head up and keep your faith up. And let's continue to be the men and women that God has created us to be. And let's get out here and let's conquer for the kingdom. Peace.